Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. My balls have finally dropped. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time coming. It know? has. It has. Uh, does mine look okay? Am I too loud? Uh, yeah, too gonna, much. I'm gonna cut you just Maybe. a smidge. Why are you silencing Jewish voices at this time? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, don't stick the ADL after me. Last thing I need. <laughs> Not them again. <laughs> oh goodness, we must laugh. Yeah, must <laughs> we, we cry? Yeah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's good to do both. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I sure have been. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a hell of a series of weeks. Yeah, how are y'all doing? Doing all right. How about yourself? I am. I I feel pretty good. Um, but like, yeah, like we, I had a uh, Zombie Giuliani show last night. Um, you were both there. It was so good. It fucking ruled. It was yeah. really, really fucking good. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, everybody. Uh, yeah, uh, that was uh, a fun time. So yeah. I'm like, I'm feeling like the the post show like relief of. Tensions, little and, euphoria, yeah, little, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you were a little nervous going into that one. Yeah, it's it, it it's odd. Yeah. I never really know what how I'm going to feel. Uh, but most of the time, I'm like totally cool. But last night, I was like weirdly nervous. But I think that the uh, the show went well. Yeah. yeah, didn't didn't see any nerves on stage. <laughs> Lots of sweat. Yeah, lots of sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots there of was, dancing. There was a lot of sweat. A lot of moving around. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I'm having not to get like too uh, too personal about it, but I'm mm-hmm. like not really dealing well with the state of the world. Oh no, I'm sure. Um, not. I'm like having a very emotional response to it. Uh, I think that means you're human. Well, yeah, a, I suppose so. Um, beating heart. <laughs> and like, I would like to take a break from it, but you know, we do this show every week, so yeah. that's not really an option for me. Yeah. Um, though we are going to Key West next week, and that'll be hell yeah, that'll be really nice. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, nice. be a nice little break. Yeah. But you're still going to get an episode, don't you worry. Oh, yeah, we already got it in the can. Yeah. It is ready and raring to go to be shot directly into your ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're also going to get a bonus episode. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you're going to get a bonus episode on vaping this yeah. week. So that'll be exciting. We, we've been uh, mysteriously quiet on the issue. It's true. <laughs> it's time to take a stand. Yeah. 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 Uh, do, do you want to give a... a uh, preview like are, is this is this a pro vaping podcast this is a pro vape yeah, yeah. this is a vapors podcast <laughs> right. for sure okay for sure yeah all right all of us vape yeah in yeah. one way or in another. one way or another yeah. yeah yeah what about uh uh vaping in in different uh like buildings like what are the like should, should should was it was it just like thinking like like just bad thinking to just say wherever you smoked Wherever you can't smoke, you can't vape. I think it's a good rule that you can't, you know, I mean, the the scientific (laughs) research is still out on whether or not, like, the exhaled aerosolized particles are are bad for you or, like, worse than, we think it's probably not, it's probably not as bad as, like, secondhand smoke. But I generally think you shouldn't really vape around people who don't like it. And if you're in, like, a very public place, you're pretty much guaranteed to be around somebody who doesn't like it. So I think it's generally appropriate to limit vaping to where smoking is acceptable. I think like high school bathroom rules apply. Like anything you'd have to do to like smoke weed in the bathroom and not get caught. Like that, that, that should be, should should apply to vaping. So like, you know, like breathing in into like a, uh, Empty toilet uh, paper roll oh, filled yeah. with like some, you know. Oh, a nosy neighbor. Yeah, 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 something like that, or like you know, I, like under your shirt. If you're doing a ghost hit, I think that's acceptable. Yeah, 
Um, I've definitely been known to go into an airport bathroom and do a ghost hit or two. Uh, ghost <laughs> hit, if you're not familiar, is where you you inhale and then you hold it and you absorb until it. your lungs absorb <laughs> all of the disgusting chemicals in your vape. Yeah, uh, and become you one with the juice. And then you exhale very minimal, if any, vapor. Yeah. Um, okay. Probably right. really, really fucking bad for you. But you know, I don't do it all the time. Just in airports. The first time I ever did a gravity bong in college, um, somebody packed like, you know, like a, a small child's fist size of <laughs> weed into like a, you know, three liter bottle like cap. And we were, you know, filling the thing. And um, I went to like take my hit and they like pushed my head down. Oh, and oh, no. what ended ended up happening was um you went to the moon well it it went into like my stomach oh and yeah. like, you're like burping yeah. up smoke and well, stuff yeah it, that's the thing is like i burped up smoke once and then like it didn't seem to account for the volume that i had taken in uh-huh. and then just as you're you're explaining with the ghost hit i think it just became part, part of it, you part of me <laughs> and i got so insanely high i, I uh, we were playing um, GoldenEye 007 on N64, which is like a game I played when I was like, I don't know, seven or something mm-hmm. like that, like a, a very long time ago. And uh, I didn't know where my hands were, <laughs> but I was unstoppable with grenade launchers in Temple. Like I was just destroying everybody. Everyone was like, what is going on? It's I was like, like, I have no idea where I am. <laughs> you're, you're, you're Neo. You've seen the Matrix. <laughs> You think that's vapor you're breathing? Yeah, right, yeah. You think those are hands (laughs) touching those controllers? All right. We got the yayas out. Yep. So, uh, let's let's start on a happy note with some retributive justice. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, this, This story comes from my mom. Thanks, mom. Thank you. Uh, who, um... Just just loves it when a Florida lawmaker uh, gets their comeuppance. And so uh, federal prosecutors announced charges Wednesday against a Florida state representative who allegedly swindled thousands of dollars in coronavirus relief loan from the Small Business Administration. So he obtained more than $150,000 wow. in, S- in SBA loans. Um, he lied on... These are PPP loans, right? No, there's a, these are slightly different. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, but he uh, he uh, lied on his loan application, uh, fabricated numbers of people he employed, submitted fake fake bank statements. Oh my gosh! Um, oh wow, that's really elaborate. He yeah. was like, "Catch me if you can." Yeah, yeah. Uh, listed dormant. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they absolutely could. Yeah, uh, listed dormant business entities on his application. So he just like took like a bunch of like old LLCs he had lying around. He's like, "Yeah, this company employs like fifty people. Here are all the bank statements. I need money immediately." Yeah. Fraudulent bank statements. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like no small thing. That yeah, really, I, no wonder you went to prison. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 so the charges of are for wire fraud, money laundering, and making false statements. So I, I think I think it's like how he did it because like yeah, like we were saying off mic, like if if the, if the federal government prosecuted all the uh, like small business loan scams that happened yeah. that like amount to something, I think like. It, it was like $2 trillion a, or something yeah. worth of money. That- yeah, it was the biggest uh, set of synchronized, like, fraud in American history. Yeah, yeah. And if they went through all of that, like, our small, our nation's small businesses would disappear. Like, yeah. Because, because that, 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 that no kind of... boutiques, folks. It kind of, like, accidentally revealed the reality of, like, our, like, the American gentry in this country. <laughs> like, and, like, all the small business tyrants in this country, they're all doing fraud all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, all of them are doing whatever they can, whatever they can, they get away with whatever they can, uh, and they get away with a lot 
and yeah. we just in it just happened to all be the same thing at the same time yeah. and so national news noticed and like also you know like uh litigious james uh recently took down trump in a uh ruling that went in her favor for the king uh, of the small business <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the king of the deals just read the art it's 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 like the dow the deal um but but yeah like uh litigious james took took him down um and uh now i think like he can't do, he and his family can't do business in New York state, I think, or something like that. Huh. I mean, I, I'm not sure about the exacts on that. I'll probably, you know, read about it more and comment further on another episode. But uh, yeah, recently like charged and I believe one or the, it is advanced um, Trump and his adult children um, in terms of like basically magnifying the, um, the claims of their uh, asset valuation. Yeah. yeah like they yeah. lied about like mm -hmm. the, the size of his penthouse suite by like an order of magnitude or something like <laughs> it's that. It's not the only thing he lies about the size of <laughs> yeah. Hey. His hair. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> his waistline. But it in, you know, like his, his and fans. And his height. <laughs> Remember that when he got arrested, he put like well, it, was his his it, it was his weight. Who knows? You know, he's a super yeah. tall guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Ozembek is a reality now, so you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but uh, yeah, like the the thing that conservatives were crying foul on this is like, yo, this is like, this is so common. Why are you doing this to right. Trump? Yeah, yeah. And sure. they're, they're like, you're doing it because he's Trump, and yeah. you know, of all the other things he did, and um, yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> like, he's the highest profile businessman in the country. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what you could just like reverse that. Like, why is Trump becoming president again? It's like I don't know. Like, why is any of this fucking happening? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, so this um, this guy Harding, um, uh, uh, Joseph Harding, the the former state rep, he became a Florida House rep in um, twenty twenty. And, uh, and wouldn't you know it, one of the first things he did in office was, uh, write the don't say gay law mm, for, wow. for Florida schools. So this is the, the, it's, uh, it's official name is parental rights and education law. Uh, but it, it was, um, basically made it illegal for, for, uh, teachers to talk about like gender identity and sexuality. Or, yeah. Or like domestic life. Yeah. At all yeah. For, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like basically makes it impossible to under like say that like someone is married, right? Like by, by like the letter of the law, like. But of course, that's not the point. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he's uh, he's now uh, looking at ten to twenty years in prison for, and he's only thirty five, guys. So you know what? You got to start hustling. Yeah. All right. Who, did ha, did you write a law that terrorizes millions of LGBTQ children and commit hundreds of thousand dollars of wire fraud before thirty five? If not, no. you need to get into different group chats. You need to start <laughs> grinding hard. <laughs> you need a new you circle. You are who you surround yourself you, yeah, with. Yeah, if you, you need, if you don't have a bunch of fraudsters as friends yeah. who hate gay people and want them to suffer. I don't, I don't know, know if you're doing it right. Yeah, yeah, you get yourself down to the Ocala National Forest. Go find to the go find the closest Denny's. Talk to whoever's there. A ask them what they care about. Ask them what kind of frauds they're about. There's this book actually called um, 
how to win friends and influence people. Oh yeah, that you, that might yeah. be really helpful for for our audience. Actually, you know, I I like heard a lot of like shit talking about that book, so I listened to it. Oh and, really? Yeah, and I actually liked it a lot. Uh, it has a very misleading title. It is not nearly as much about manipulating other people, and like you know, it's n- it's nothing close to like the the what is it the 20 rules of power or whatever it is um it's or the re- art of the deal <laughs> yeah it's really just about how to get your head out of your own ass and recognize that like everyone else is operating from an internal set of uh, incentives and priorities and that like if you want to navigate well in this world like pay attention to the fact that the people that you're talking to like what they care about like, that's pretty much it. It's that just like, fake. yeah, you, you want to talk about a fraudster. The guy who wrote that book is one of the biggest frauds in American history. Oh, really? Dale we, should Carnegie? Do, we should do a bonus episode yeah. on okay. that at some I, point. Yeah. yeah. I think that's bo- not even his real name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you think he just happened he to have the last name of the richest man in the country. Yeah. He flitted from like one failed business, yeah. uh, business operation to another until he wrote that book and just, and he, it was actually, I think written by his wife anyway, but we, we, should, we should probably do a bonus episode on that. I'd be into it. But the, yeah. the book yeah. itself, I think stands on its own. It's, it's pretty it's common sense stuff the uh multi-billion dollar self-help industry into existence oh really pretty, the legacy of uh, that book is pretty horrifying so we actually. have marianne williamson to thank for yeah, absolutely right, for i'm not talking to you siri the way you talk to siri is sus i just said i'm not talking to you siri i <laughs> didn't say kidding. shut up bitch or anything like that so get off my nuts no, just kidding just kidding it I is keep, pretty I sus keep, the way i talk I, to siri it's true she's always butting in in my defense i keep my siri set to a irish man Oh yeah, Yeah. that's because he's a feminist and he doesn't want a female secretary. That is true. I don't. I don't like the idea of like a a a woman's voice that I give orders to. But I, I, but I also kind of think it's funny that it's an Irish accent. I like to oppress other women. Yeah, I don't have a personal AI that I talked with yet. But if I do, I'm going to try to get it to have like the voice of Sir Ian McKellen. Mm, That's Mm, a good one. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. I, I had heard something uh, where Apple was working on, this is like for their assistive te- technologies for like people with um, uh, uh, speech disorders, mm-hmm. where the, you could say a few words into your phone. I think this is now like coming out where like, um, and it can try to speak back in your voice. Uh-huh. So it, yeah. So Ooh. it can like mimic your own voice. And oh, it, I don't like, like that working, at all. It, yeah. like You're like, stop copying that. me. And it's yeah. like, stop copying me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. No, you. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. Or maybe like uh, the the dude who played Alfred in like the uh, the the most recent Batmans. Well, okay. Not the most recent because oh. I didn't see the ones with Ben Affleck, but the one where it's like um, some people just want to watch the world burn, Master <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> oh, oh, you're you're talking about a uh, um, Michael Caine. Yes. Michael Caine. <laughs> Yes, Michael Caine. Yeah, that, Michael that's Kane. Yeah. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> Some people want he to has watch the best accent yeah. in the world. Some people want to watch the the word burn, Mister Mister Wayne. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was bad. Yeah, it comes from the back of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? It's from I can't remember what it, it was. It was a guy from. interviewing Michael Caine about how to do a Michael Caine <laughs> impression. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And that and the, that's what he said. You have to talk b- like you have a bunch of invisible marbles in yeah, your mouth. Yeah, so. and it comes from the back of the throat. <laughs> yeah. Should we? Uh, Mo- should we get to the, the sad stuff? Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, the first one's not too sad. The State Department is not 
uh, many, many people working within the State Department are not happy with existing um, with Biden's uh, policy on Israel. Yeah. If you know an, an American State Department ghoul, call them. They're not OK. They're not OK right now. <laughs> Check in on them. Check in on them. Uh, yeah. No, it, 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 seriously, though. So. Um, uh, so in the uh, 70s, the State Department developed this thing called a dissenting cable channel. Uh, which is, I first I, it's I like just, internal whistleblowing, y- kind of. It's it's more like, it's like a bitch disag- fest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I first cool. I I just want to say that I, I love the anachronism of a cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that the 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 State Department still talks about cables. You don't yeah. think it's like a Stop. Slack now or something? Right. It's, it's got, gotta be yeah. like more like a Slack or yeah. something. Yeah. Do they do they still like put in the um the the telegram like stop? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they have to still put it in like new courier font <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, um, but yeah, there, there seems to be brewing this like very large, uh, cable (laughs) 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 phrasing (laughs) pause. Pause. Um, yeah. Uh, that, um, uh, many, many, many low to mid level state department officials are not happy with the way Anthony Blinken, our secretary of state is handling the Israel Gaza uh, uh, conflict at the moment and that they uh and that they don't feel heard by upper level management which you they're know, neither seen nor heard n- yeah unacceptable yeah although the state department did literally do uh we see you to the, to the gazan people which is just like <laughs> oh yeah just what? like the next level oh, terrible just like god just next level liberal propaganda just i I never want to hear any of these people do a land acknowledgement ever again. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, they, they, uh, um, this, this, this descent cable basically says that like, it's very, very clear that Israel, well, I, I, the, I should say the, the, the cable hasn't been written yet. And, and we, there's, it's likely it'll never go public because these things rarely do. But, uh, the, with this, uh, Huffington post exclusive, which sounds weird to say that the Huffington post is like still, like a business, like a, like an entity that yeah, that breaks news, around. yeah. But it does. Yeah. Go figure. And um, uh, it had leaked to them that that like the, that this is happening, and that essentially the the basics of it is that uh, no one, everyone recognizes that the 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 way things are going is gonna, not going to be good for anyone, right? Because it's just like. Uh, it's just going to be blowback upon blowback upon blowback if we just keep arming Israel the way that we are, and that we're very clearly aiding in a genocide. Yeah, yeah. Is, is essentially what everyone at this low <laughs> level is saying, and they're like, "This is uh, like just like a bad. It's, it's not even just like a bad moral thing to do. They're saying like it's bad for our country and like at, our policy, yeah, in yeah. our interests because because it's it's pretty clear that like you know since the fifties. America has uh, given money to Saudi Arabia and Israel mm-hmm. in, in in an effort to control the rest of that region. Mm-hmm. And that's what they've done for uh, half a century. Yeah. Right. As well as like the whole OPEC and oil price controls that Saudi has like, you know, ne- next to unilateral control over. And right. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It, well, and it's right. And it's no coincidence that Saudi Arabia that does that. Right. Yeah. Because like that we, we early on noticed that like every other country in that region had like a secular Republic government that was actually pretty stable and didn't like the United States for a whole host of normal reasons having to do with colonialism. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then there was a, a, a Saudi Arabia had a, 
uh, uh, monarchy. monarchy, and Israel was a colony, was practically a colony of, like, you know, the UK and and Russia, pr- frankly, it was, like, a lot of the, uh, I think, like, the largest group of, of uh, Ashkenazi Jews are, like, from Russia in Israel, which, which is another factor in, like, the thing where, like, people are saying, like, Russia is backing Iran to give money to Hamas. It's like, no, they're not, because there's, like, Half the fucking people with Israeli passports have Rus- also have a Russian passport. Like mm. that's not happening. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. M- many, many, many Israelis are, are also Russian nationals. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's like that's not that's not fucking happening. But um. Uh, but yeah, it's like it, it's pretty clear that like once we do this, we will like uh, the 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 State Department officials are basically saying we will lose this entire region for a generation. Like it'll just be like so obvious obviously clear that america hates muslim people which is like it should be clear already but yeah, I mean, 20 but years like, of occupation of afghanistan but, yeah, you know yeah. a million dead for yeah. no good reason yeah but here we just like killed like three thousand children yeah <laughs> right you know yeah. like in the span of a couple days yeah now yeah. as far as like the state department goes do they have any like explicitly like red lines by which israel will have gone too far Right, yeah, you're right. That's the thing. It's like, no, there's no, yeah, like, it doesn't appear to be anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, If this isn't the line in the sand, Yeah, then what what is? is. Yeah. 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 We've killed probably 1,500 to 2,000 children in Gaza. Like. It's absolutely horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, the the Western recognized body count is, like, over 4,000. over 4,000. And then, like, 15, I think... A thousand five hundred Israelis are uh, is like it's pretty is like the yeah the, the death toll so far. Um, I mean, is this a potential point of like resolution on Ukraine? Like, I'm 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 still processing what you're just saying about the amount of like Russian nationals like that are Israeli citizens and like the fact that the U.S. and Russia might be on the same side of support in this con like <laughs> yeah. conflict. You know, like the yeah. Huh. Well, Russia's not giving any material support no. to Israel. So, no. I mean. No, no, but like Israel, like their, their export industry is like malware for, for like spies and. Gold-plated desert eagles. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and like, you know, like the, the towers that we use on our Southern border to like shoot at like the uh, uh, Venezuelans crossing the desert, those are designed in Israel. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the exact same design, like, towers that they use in Gaza. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huh. that's how, like, Israel exports the things that they do to Gaza to the rest of the world. Like, yeah. that is their main export, along with, like, trance music and ecstasy. You know, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> uh, and, um, uh, and hummus. Uh, don't buy Sabra Hamas. It's BDS. Yeah, BDS. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I don't, it's not, um, so I, 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 even in these sorts of geopolitical situations, you know, like money still talks, like they'll still buy stuff from Israel yeah. for, for that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's sort of the whole thing with Ukraine, too. Like, Russian, you know, arms industries, American arms industries, having a really great time. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the only pipeline that still works that goes from Russia to the EU runs through Ukraine. Mm. Like, which I, 
is 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 makes no, I, I I lost for words obviously about this right, but it's like yeah. like the the it, it's the EU still buys gas from Russia and it goes through Ukraine. So like e, the EU pays Ukraine to, to pay not, Russia yeah. to still pipe gas. Like that that's it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty but, wild, yeah. But uh, uh, the uh, the the main star of this uh, um, uh, descent is actually uh, our um, uh, main guy that sells weapons across the country, across the world. Uh, Josh Paul, that's his name. His name is Josh Paul. That's a fucked up name. And he is. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that? Two name? first names. I yeah, don't it's, like it. It's like a two first... <laughs> they're they're both one syllable. I don't like that. Yeah, could you imagine? It's like I just got off the phone with Josh, and now we have a bunch of Hellfire missiles. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Is this dude like a long lost brother of like Jake and Logan from YouTube? He might, he might be like their dad or something, or their uncle or something. He's, I think he's, he's kind of. Paul is an incredibly common last name. Fair enough. I'm going to go probably not. But I'm just saying they all have. They do all have first name last names. Well, I also feel the nature of having the last name. (laughs) Yeah, true. And I, I I just work. (laughs) Unless you have a last name for your first name, like Stevenson Paul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Hendrix. Oh, you should try. You should na- name your kid like something like Stevenson Paul, but try to get a comma after Stevenson, like as part of how to officially spell Ooh. the name. Yeah. Just ruin every database <laughs> that you ever uh, put your your kid into. Like, you, like the the school's uh, uh, database software just like falls apart every <clears throat> single time he enrolls. My, yeah. my, my kid's name is spelled in wingdings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like an Excel formula. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. So um yeah, so fucking Josh Paul resigned as uh basically I, I, I don't I don't remember his title, but it's essentially like chief uh weapons salesman for America. Yeah. yeah. You know, he he uh and he we're American he, merchant of death. Yeah, yeah. And he remember um, that guy? <laughs> Remember the Merchant of Death? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He says, um, I, this is a hell of a quote. I have had my fair share of debates and discussions and efforts to shift policy on controversial arms sales. It was clear there's no arguing with this one. Given that I couldn't shift anything, I resigned. Oh, wow. Yeah, he talks about yeah. having to deal with many, many moral quandaries over the course of his career and, like, reconciling with those moral quandaries. But this one was just a, a step too far. This wow. one was too far. Wow. So For the merchant of death of the United States. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, here, the, this is... Yeah, it, the, I, I have to imagine you develop lots of ways to talk about, like, selling bombs that fall on hospitals like you have to come up with lots of ways to say that yeah, in a way yeah. that that uh, a sa- saves face yeah yeah and so he goes when i came to this bureau i knew it was not without its moral complexity and moral compromises yeah definitely. and i made myself a promise that i would stay for as long as i felt the harm i might do could be outweighed by the good i could do and uh after his 11 years uh of moral compromises he just uh this one he couldn't do yeah, DU rounds for Fallujah, uh, okay. Right, um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I agree with him. This is probably the worst thing yeah. that we've, you know, supported directly um, uh, in quite a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the thing for me is that, like, he knows more about this situation than any of us ever will. Yeah. Right? Like, m- more to the point, like, he, it's not just, like, the actual body count because no one no one knows it. it's yeah, very yeah, difficult yeah. To, to do that right or like um 
even like strategy, right? But what he's probably seen is like the bloodthirstiness of this Israeli government, like just ready to just like keep buying, you know, like these sorts of weapons and like the complete and utter uh, moral depravity of like their bloodlust. Like that, I have to imagine, is what he is seeing that none of us will see quite as directly. Yeah. Even though the IDF has not obviously not been shy in saying things that are shocking, uh, shocking, and uh, yeah. are definitely genocidal, mm-hmm. right? You know, calling Palestinians uh, uh, human animals and insects and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so you just like I, honestly, if I, if anyone argues with you about like the, this situation, just point to that man. T- point to Josh Paul. Josh Paul couldn't handle this. Yeah. So if Josh Paul, <laughs> who's been there for 11 years, that means he's like seen Libya. Li- that's exactly what I was thinking. He's seen um, Iraq. Uh, Yemen. Yeah. Yemen. He, he's seen Iraq. He's seen um, Afghanistan. You know, like. Yeah. I, Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Like we set up a meat grinder to just like. Everywhere we go. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. And. This one was too much for him. Yeah. So let that sink in as like a very clear and present example yeah. that this is and, beyond the pale. And he's not alone, right? Like there's a, a number of yeah. other people that have uh, recently resigned as well. Yeah. There's resignations and then there's going to be like this dissent cable, dissent cable yeah. that is going through the entire State Department that really just kind of everyone's on board except the very top. Anthony Blinken, who uh, also, by the way... Look it up on YouTube. His uh, 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 his, his blues, performance his of, blues, of Hoochie Coochie oh Man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this. It's, it's talk about beyond the pale. That that man <laughs> should not be in charge of this. Send him to the Hague. Oh, yeah, yeah, for real, man. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's pr- pretty pretty fucking. Yeah. Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, if we if if we thought like American bases in Saudi Arabia, you know, could create terrorism, a- a- aka what bin Laden said was his justification for 9/11, <laughs> you know, he, you just like <clears throat> imagine the the reprisals that are going to come from us doing this. Man, is can't say that's it's bad. It's going to be really bad. Yeah. For for years. And uh, Biden, he's come out as a um, as a non-Jewish Zionist, um, full-throated support for the Zionist project. Genocidal um, Joe. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I've heard, that's not mine. I've heard it. But mm-hmm. that's a... Mm-hmm. Uh, that, make that one stick. Yeah. <sighs> Genocidal Joe. This next story is just really fucking hard, yeah, man. Yeah, this one's rough. The six-year-old Palestinian-American boy was murdered by his landlord... Um, his name is Wadia Al-Fayyum, and this was definitely uh, a hate crime. There's no doubt about it. Uh, this happened in suburban Chicago, and he the, the landlord, whose name is Joseph Zuba, maybe? C-Z-U-B-A, um, attacked this boy and his mother with a, quote, military-style like pocket knife. I don't know what it it's. means. It, it has a uh, uh, oh, a camo. On it. <laughs> it's a camo. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, like a serrated blade, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So this was a 71-year-old man who knew the family for a long time. Apparently, he was, according to the mother, he was like a, a grandfather to this boy. He built him a treehouse. What the fuck? Um, so this was like, they had a ongoing, like, good otherwise relationship. Yeah. That apparently, like he, he fucking crazy. The boy actually ran to him to give him a hug before he was before he was murdered. It's like Holy the kid, the kid runs up for a hug and he starts stabbing. Yeah, yeah. So according to the to the boy's mother, Hanan Shaheen, um, the landlord, right before the attack, uh, told her that he was angry at her for what was going on in Israel. So she responded to him by saying, "Let's pray for peace." And uh, she then goes on to say uh, that Zuba gave her no chance to do anything and attacked her with a knife. What um, the fuck? According to uh, Zuba's wife, Mary, um, he listens to a lot of conservative talk radio and had become obsessed with the war between Hamas and Israel. Yeah. So the way I think about this, right, is that like, it's not, it's not like um, Sean Hannity has like some sort of, it's not like Sean Hannity's a Bene Gesserit witch that's able to like use the, use the voice to make people do terrible things. Right. Sure. Right. It It's a mix of like one, I think probably the constant exposure to like this all the time. Right, like he's like talking about it a lot the parasocial relationship yeah. element of it. Yeah, and mixed with I think we said that he uh, or somewhere in that story he's like he's also a veteran. He's a veteran. Yeah, it, he served it, it, like, the military from sixty nine to seventy three. Yeah, that's long. like Vietnam. Yeah. yeah, so he's probably got you know it's mixing with something else that yeah. it, he's been dealing with for a long time. Obviously, not to excuse it, you know, but it's like man that's but uh, you know it's really shocking to find out really that shocking. he like built the kid a treehouse like the idea <sighs> of the same you know person that has a strong personal relationship with this child enough to like spend weekends trying to like make the child like happy and then to have that same person just like crack at like you know just a constant barrage of dehumanizing language that just like triggers his like i guess desire to murder yeah like that is just really dark during the attack he was screaming you muslims have to die you're killing our kids in israel you palestinians don't deserve to live so well it's really there's this theory in communication studies that like there's like a a spectrum of how rhetorically convincing an argument can be and generally, like, interpersonal relationships are the most powerful, persuasive element in somebody's lives. You know, you're a huge homophobe until you find out that your kid is gay or something like that. Um, and this is sort of, I wonder, like, I can't help but wonder how much parasocial relationships fuck that up. Because, like, this is a man who was, like, a grandfather to this child and ended up stabbing him because of things he heard on talk radio. That kind of flies in the face of what we know about human interaction generally um so yeah it's really it's just really dark and disturbing um i mean especially this line from um from the mother the child when he saw zuba ran to him for a hug and instead was stabbed 26 times like that's really yeah it's absolutely yeah absolutely horrifying yeah yeah Um, and and now there's also 
uh, Chrissy saw a story where like yeah, a, 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 a Samantha Wall, yeah, um, who is a synagogue leader, yeah, um, was killed immediately out in front of her home yeah. by mm-hmm. somebody who is you know um, targeting her for her religious, yeah, uh, you know. We can assume, yeah, we yeah, don't we, we don't know that for sure, but we can certainly yeah, assume that that's we, the case. Almost certain. Nobody, yeah. we don't this, have anybody saying on record you Jews deserve to die, but it is certainly very likely that yeah. um, that yeah. that was the case. Yeah. yeah, and so the reality of anti-Semitic violence and anti-Arab violence, like being like very much on the rise in you know a lot of countries, uh, including the United States, is like you know one more extremely troubling and disheartening and horrifying like byproduct of you know this conflict. Um, and yeah, it's it's really. Really fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. The boy's father says, um, part of the reason we came here was to escape the settler violence in which situations like this could occur with impunity. And it chased us all the way to the United States. And, you know, that's, that's sort of like, this is the legacy of colonialism, right? Even yeah. this, even in America, a country that never directly colonized Israel, it is still the, the legacy of, you know, colonial violence and the fact that the United States is Israel's big brother, just constantly standing over it, yeah. you know, gun in hand. Yeah. 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 It, it, maybe it chased them from Israel or maybe if this is just where it started, where it originated. Where it originated. Yeah. 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 Definitely the most, um, I guess, darkly to describe successful settler colonial project like yeah. in the last several hundred years. Yeah. And like, I mean, it, it, uh, it, it almost kind of, beggar's belief that you know like no one could understand how like anti-zionism is not anti-semitism like those two things aren't the same Mm -hmm. because of just like how many people are on opposite sides of that there are so many anti-zionist people that have no problem with jews as a people a lot mm-hmm. of them are jews many 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 of them are jews, many yeah. anti-zionists yeah. are are jews uh there was an enormous rally of them i think in philadelphia and the in white house uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the white house yeah, like all over the place like this this is really possible and then there's also a ton of anti-semitic people that love israel like yeah and that israel will work with like in in the 80s they were uh, happy to work with neo nazis in south america they uh also do they they you know they they do a lot of arms sales with groups that uh hate jews yeah because they need as many uh uh, uh friends geopolitical friends as possible and when you're a uh avowed ethno state with a open air prison, uh, there's a short list of people who are like, I really dig what you're doing, you yeah. know? And a lot of them are fucking Nazis. And so like, there are just like a, a, a ton. <laughs> like, I, I, the, the examples are, are honestly escaping me, but I was just listening to an interview with an author that wrote a book about the, the, um, ex- exporting of Israeli, um, weapons and and surveillance systems to the rest of the world and he you know he says he like a lot uh, he makes that point that i just made where it's like a lot of their clients are people are 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 like neo-fascist nazi organizations and and states and right-wing governments because that's what they are they are right-wing they're a right-wing government they're a far hardcore right-wing government that wants to uh, create an ethno state and exterminate an entire race of people. Yeah. So, like, 
that's that's your bedfellows right there you know yeah fucking gnarly yeah i just pulled up just for a little bit of um context to you know especially like jews and their relationship to israel in the united states this is from pew research from 2021 so it's two years old 58 percent of american jews feel somewhat attached to israel um only 40% rate Netanyahu's leadership as excellent or good. Um, only 34 strongly oppose BDS. 33% say the Israeli government is making sincere effort towards peace. So, like, these numbers are... Um, oh, this is... 32% believe God gave the land that is now Israel to the Jewish people. Oops. That's only 32%. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's, like, that's not yeah. that much. That's, that's, that's a weird thing that I... Th- to believe... I think, but yeah, like, and, and like, yeah. But, I mean, for a devout but, Jew, yeah, I don't think yeah, it's 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 yeah, prophecy, right? Like, uh, yeah, you know, true. it's not only yeah. prophecy; it's history. It's yeah. literally yeah. religious history. So yeah. you know, it's, but like there were humans that gave Israel Israel, but but the <laughs> like, right, yeah, yeah. But the no, propaganda is a land without yeah. a people and a people without a, a land. land. Right. So yeah. like. You know, if you don't consider it one, if you don't believe that they were really there in large enough numbers to justify not creating an ethno state, there's that. And then there's also if you don't consider them people. Yeah. So there are kind of two roads to the conclusion that it was a land without a people. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that these numbers have gotten even more stark and more on this, like on the side of Palestine, given recent events. Too. Yeah. I mean, we probably won't know that polling for at least a few months. Yeah. But- and and I, I would imagine that, like, e- even if, let's hope, like, it, all of this calms down soon, um, that this will continue for years to, like, change people's opinions yeah. about this, about, about Israel, about Palestine, hopefully for, uh, uh, for the better, in a more informed way. Yeah, hopefully. All right, so... This comes to us from friend of the show, Amanda Yee, who we had on way back when. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. I think it was during the pandemic. Of that episode. But yeah, it was it was about the pandemic and it was uh, about China. I should say during quarantine anyway. Yeah, not yeah, you know, yeah. not that the pandemic has ended. It hasn't. <laughs> no. As a recent if anything, it's lack become of episodes, endemic, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, it would prove. Um but so she's writing about she's basically trying to debunk everything that Israel is saying about the bombing bombing of the Al Ali Arab hospital in Gaza. Mm-hmm. which took, according to the uh, Gaza Health Ministry, has resulted in at least 500 dead. And so she's kind of, you know, first of all, Israel lies about this stuff all the time. All the, time. Yeah. All the, time. All the fucking time. So there's no reason to believe that they're not lying about it this time as well. Because they, they have bombed uh, several dozen mosques, uh, other hospitals, this hospital oh, three days prior yeah, they, uh, they shelled this hospital yeah. three days prior. Yeah. They were using white phosphorus on hospitals in northern Gaza. Yeah. Like, like a week ago. So this Gnarly. is not like they're above, you know, destroying a hospital. It's ridiculous. To when, when they hit when they hit this hospital the first time, they hit their oncology ward. Yeah. Like they like they're can like cancer patients. Cancer patients. Yeah. Um so there's that fact. There's also the fact that <laughs> Hamas rockets do not have the capacity to inflict that scale of violence. Yeah. Th- like if they did, the occupation would look very, very fucking different. It would be over. 
It would be over. It would be over. They you, fired. You would have turned the whole strip into gas, into glass. I mean, like the the how many uh, rockets were fired in like the first uh, uh, day of the um, uh, the the attack on uh, like Israeli military and civilian um, uh, targets? Like it was like tens of thousands or, yeah. or, or yeah. so. Yeah, it was or, a lot. And so, like, <laughs> if every one of those rockets was capable of like leveling a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. 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 Uh, Hamas uses a, a rocket that's called the Qassam, and there's usually a number after it that correlates to size. Uh, the three is the most common. I should say, like, I'm not going to pretend to be, like, a weapons expert. Expert, yeah. In, the, in this area, I'm regurgitating things that I've been uh, learning in the last couple days. But, um, yeah, th- th- these and these rockets... Like that's the thing is like if you can go like go find some footage of like e- even a three or uh, like the bi- one of the biggest ones like going off like it 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 could definitely kill you. Oh it's yeah, scary. It's a big rocket. They it's kill, like they do kill yeah, people. Yeah, it's no like doubt about fi- it. It's like five feet long or something. Like it's a big ass rocket. It is powered by like fertilizer, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, and and it's complete. You can't guide it at all right um it's just like it's put on a like a sled and you'll and it just kind of like you you have to use geometry basically to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh get it to go to anything but you can't there's no controlling it um and it's there you know the manufacturing methodologies for yeah. these are very crude yeah and so yeah. you know they have failure rates which the the israeli government is saying that the the, the reason that this one made such a big boom was that it like broke up and like the propellant was one of the major like payloads in this case. Yeah, which but is, like, it's just not, no, it's just like, come on, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, don't piss my fucking leg and tell me it's raining. Like, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty bizarre to be like, Oh no, actually that was like one of the tens of thousands of rockets. Like it just, they're, they're that deadly. Yeah. And, and I had this, uh, um, I, I had this explained to me where there's also, um, you know, the, there uh, rockets fired from planes, uh, like the, uh, um, the sort of missiles that we sell Israel, like have a very distinctive, like screaming whistle sound as they hit because they're ad- the, the wings on the back are like adjusting, like just right to, for the final hit. And, um, uh, and you can clearly hear that in like the one video that is confirmed by like the Washington Post as like the the moment of the bombing of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds exactly like what's called a, a J dam, like a a, a a a missile that has like is able to be controlled. So like they're definitely trying to hit the fucking hospital. I see. Yeah, and uh, and then you can compare it to also pictures uh, or, or in videos of of like. Kassam three rockets failing and they just kind of don't make any sound and they uh it just looks completely different i don't i don't know you know like at at some point you have to think of like what are people doing like like comparing videos and like you know it kind of all starts sounding a lot like jet fuel can't melt steel beams but like there's just like nothing that makes any fucking sense so several u.s weapons experts as well as research done at goldsmiths um at university of london's forensic architecture as well and then also al jazeera have all 
challenged this yeah. claim by Israel yeah. that this was a misfired Hamas rocket. Yeah, like it, it just no doesn't. Yeah, the the the, the uh, reporting that um, is on the side of uh, Israel's claim that this was a misfire that resulted in the hospital blowing up is exclusively like video forensics, and it's all around timing, which is to say, like, oh, here's a rocket. It's like breaking up in midair, and then you know, three seconds later, like there's a larger explosion. But like yeah. the fact that this hospital was previously shelled by Israel. <laughs> And it didn't just explode massively, like because it was apparently a powder keg that a small rocket could have detonated. Like, there's, yeah, yeah there's yeah. not a lot of reason to believe um, in the uh, forensics on the uh, Israeli claim side, especially yeah, so since they took credit for it at first. At so first, there's two yeah. things that happened on on X actually about this. The first <clears throat> was that um, they they initially took credit for it. It was uh, uh, Hanania Naftali, who is the digital aid and social media advisor to Netanyahu, posted on X immediately after the attack, uh, attributing it to the Israeli Air Force. That tweet was quickly deleted. But then there was also the official State of Israel account posted this video that was you know supposed to be corroborating its version of events. Um, but the timestamp on the video that Israel posted does not match when the attack happened, which was at 7.20 p.m., and the timestamp in the video shows it at 7.58 p.m. Yep. So uh, when they posted that tweet, they edited it to delete the video out after people started pointing out that the timestamp didn't match up. Mm. So those two th- two things are pretty damning pieces of evidence that like they can't get their story straight on this shit. And yeah, and, and, and it's just the you know I don't know. Look at their priors, right? Like they, yeah. they bomb hospitals all the fucking time. They bomb schools. They bomb. They just bombed the third uh, oldest church, church in the world. Yeah, I and, mean, and denied doing that at first, also yeah. until it's like kind of obvious that they did. And there was the murder of Shireen Abu Akla, uh, an American journalist, um, that was uh, sniped um, while covering um, a previous incursion into the Gazan Strip. Uh, and, you know, the Israeli government like was just like, nope, nope, we didn't do it. It was actually, it was the Palestinians. Like, the Palestinians actually sniped her. And, like, there was so much video evidence. There were so many eyewitnesses. And everybody was just like, no, you're lying. Like, this isn't true. The Israeli state just murdered this American journalist. And um, it was, like, two months later, they're like, well, you know, it doesn't really matter who did it. Like, at the end. you know, (laughs) Actually, who even cares? Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's... um that was, that was around the time of the um, the the march to the fence, right. uh, when mm-hmm. peaceful um, tactics were tried in mass for you know the right to return, um, uh, and like there was a Israeli um, an IDF uh, soldier that like bragged on social media for taking like forty kneecaps, yeah. i.e., permanently maiming forty human beings who were unarmed yeah. at, at a fence for yeah. the audacity of coming to a fence. And yeah. So Israel lies. It has a obvious history of absolutely brutal violence against hospitals, churches, um, you know, it's uh, mosques. There's just no reason to believe given the evidence that they did, that they are responsible for this as well. Nice little debunking by Amanda. Yee. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. 
Are you fellows ready for a wildflower? Yay! 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 This is kind of an an interesting one. Mm -hmm. This is maybe a little bit of a mixed bag, but whatever. We're gonna go. We're gonna roll with it. We might miss the mark on this one. We might miss the mark (laughs) on this one, and if we do, we 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 do apologize. We try to we try to do a good job with these, but sometimes um, we you know we miss the mark. (laughs) What are you gonna do? So this comes to us from the Guardian. Every square inch is covered in life. The aging oil rigs that became marine oases. Yeah, offshore drilling. Good, offshore drilling, actually. good, good for the environment. <laughs> Who knew? Um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Basically, there's all of these rigs off the coast of California that are. Uh, some of them are still in operation. Some of them aren't, and they are like habitats for an incredible diverse amount of ocean life because they sort of form not only are they hard structures Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. but they're also kind of a haven like they have you know these platforms that things can build on and hide in and there's like an explosion of fish and invertebrates um mussels barnacles which attract larger fish and sea lions and um they've been studying these rigs for about two and a half decades and there's kind of a moral disagreement over whether or not to leave them in place some like environmental activists are saying that they need to be stripped down whereas some marine biologists are saying that it would be you know more detrimental to do highly detrimental to destroy these habitats so well, you ev- decide. Yeah, I mean, eventually, like, all iron and steel, like, left in the ocean for long enough is going to self-dismantle. Um, yeah, sure. And probably the same thing for, like, concrete. But, um, yeah, the 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 fact that um, there's a large amount of biodiversity that can uh, spring up from these, you know, man-made structures put, put offshore uh, is intriguing. It's mm-hmm. like, maybe the, uh, the moral calculus uh, should be to allow for uh, offshore drilling rigs to be built and then have their permits denied at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> or just build structures that, you know, are, are conducive to, to marine life. Like yeah. they don't have to be oil rigs. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, you know, I like what it when, the... we, when we take a, like fucked up cars and we throw those in the ocean, we're like, <laughs> yeah. it's going to become a coral reef. Trust us. I like, I know. I know. That's, and that's, uh, that's great. That's a great way. To get luxury cruise liners yeah. that, that have hubristic, uh, you know, claims about not being able to sink. Like, you know, <laughs> sure. Boom. Like that, that would be on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you also have to think about like, what's the likelihood that somebody's going to pay to dismantle these oil rigs? Yeah. Zero. You know, yeah. that are, that are now useless. Like yeah. they're very likely we're never going to be dismantled in the first place. So yeah. at least if they are going to stay there, they can serve some kind of, you know, marine purpose. Yeah. Life yeah. finds a way. Life finds a way. As this article says, <laughs> nature does a poor, a vacuum. One of the scientists said. Which is the reason that on a platform, every square inch is covered in life. So don't put your vacuum in the ocean. Yeah. No. Nature abhors that shit. It abhors it. But <laughs> your offshore <laughs> drilling rig structure, keep them coming. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's our wildflower. Nice. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, Iron. We hope you enjoyed it. Um... Yeah, we're about to record our bonus episode on vaping, so if you'd like to hear that and many, many other good bonus episodes, you can head over to patreon.com slash ironweeds for a dollar a month. You get two bonus episodes a month. And uh, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. And on Instagram. Ironweeds Pod. And you can always send us an email at ironweedspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>